This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Weird Tales. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master. And this show is a fantasy role-playing game that takes place on the planet of Ayurd around the Renaissance period of that world. I'm joined today by Leah. Good morning. Noah. Salazar. And a guest named Scott. Merrill. Last time on uh, Ayurd Tales, uh, our three adventurers here infiltrated a um, familiar fighting ring that was underground and kind of a speakeasy that wasn't paying taxes and whatnot. And they posed as Merrill's marks. And uh, Gomore and Kira stepped into the ring and had Kira fight in this underground familiar fighting ring. Um, they won and won a considerable amount of money. And so then they were asked to come into the back and meet the leader of this establishment. And that's where we find our adventurers now. Well, y'all are brought down. Uh, you all take one of the side exits um, that you hadn't even paid much attention to before. You haven't really been back here that much. They, uh, they might you might have seen it open once or twice, but never really been back there. Mm-hmm. So they uh, lead you down this like. Uh, the ringmaster had already excused themselves and headed this way. So you're head down this uh, wooden path, uh, not wooden, uh, stone path. It's pretty much like a tunnel, but like a finished tunnel. And you head back into this back area that is is lit and has various goods in it that they keep for both. One would think the bar outside but then there's a bunch of other uh goods back here as well uh, how about you all give me perception checks 17 11 16 and you get plus two so that'd be 13 mm-hmm. all right so you all get the gist that this might be where they also store some of the stuff they might illegally smuggle and whatnot too it seemed mm-hmm. to be you didn't know this but there's a, might be a little in on a little other illegal uh front and so you're back in we'll say y'all are back. bringing me and salazar down there <laughs> so uh, you all are now in this long rectangular room bunch of goods in there you all knowing your way around these things would assume these are not all on the up and up. Maybe another individual coming back there might just be like, oh, this is where they keep everything. Mm-hmm. But you all are used to it. So about this time, uh, two humans walk in, one of them being uh, the ringmaster walk in from one of the other entrances into this room, uh, followed by the other lieutenant, and then a couple of uh, two of their bouncer bodyguard peoples are behind them. One sets up at the door, the other sets up at this other door, just leaning there. 
Who is the person over there next to? These are all lieutenants right yeah. here. These three are these two, and then the ringmaster. Okay. So. And there's two bodyguards. Yep, the bodyguards are kind of setting up shop at the two in other entrances that Salazar's not at to this room. I would like to look around and see if I think there's only two entrances. Oh, well, three. There's one. three. There's one you all came in. Okay. And then these two to another room. Oh, they came out a different door. Okay. Well, this one just kind of like is leaning on that one. They didn't actually fully come in. They're just kind of like. Okay. The uh, ringmaster starts talking, and they're like, "Well, well, old Merrill, I I see you brought some new friends tonight. A little heads up would have been nice that they're uh, one of them can fight pretty good." Well, we just met this afternoon. I really didn't have time to get a message to you. I didn't think anything of it. Well, uh, you two, uh, what's your all's names? My name's Bertha. All right, Bertha. Toby. Toby, Bertha, okay. Uh, so, here's the deal. You all had a little beginner's luck that kind of hurt our purse a little bit. We'll let y'all... Walk out of here if you just pay the difference. What do you mean? So you, uh, you would just pretty much pay back your winnings. You wouldn't leave here in the negative at all, and we wouldn't leave here in the negative at all either. So what kind of place are you running here, then? Well, it's just a fine, upstanding gambling place where people can fight on their uh, familiars. Where people aren't allowed to win? Oh, no, 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 no. People are plenty allowed to win. And keep their winnings? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. If you were to fight again and win, sure, you can keep any of your winnings. But this time we didn't know how to, you know, put up the uh, odds to make it a little bit in our favor. Mm-hmm. We seem to have been a little, uh, we, we weren't able to cook the books as much. Well, in defense of my friends, though, you set the odds yourself. It wasn't, it wasn't their fault what you laid the odds at. Well, yeah, and but. I, I mean, if you noticed, I didn't bet. I didn't know that they were, that, they, that she was that good. Oh, yeah, you're not at fault here, Meryl, at all. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be it would be it would be difficult for me to bring more uh, potential clients in if this is the way things are going to be handled. Well, I mean, generally, Merrill, you, you don't bring us these uh, this stout of competition to be put in the ring. So, generally, we're just going on. Well, this is just old normal contacts. That Merrill had found. So, but we can, we can always do this the easy way. Merrill, no, no offense to you. We're, this is just business with these two individuals. We can always do this the easy way. Y'all just pay the difference. I would like to look around the room again and see. I feel it looks like 
if there's anything that's explosive or highly flammable. All right. Uh, give me another give me an investigation check this time. All right. So Six. You have... Plus one. Plus one. So seven. You don't see any just red barrels <laughs> like in video games where okay. they just... That marks high explosives. Um, you see some like alcohol casks and stuff that are easily visible that may or may not be flammable, more of the more flammable alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so let me let me be clear here. You put down ten platinum. You just picked up a hundred platinum. You give me the 90 back you want, you can go fight again. That's perfectly fine. You'd keep your winnings from here on out. You over there, Toby, uh, you put down 30 platinum. End up winning 300. Same thing. You can bet and do whatever, but we're going to need that 270 back. Okay. I mean, I think... I can see where you're coming from, and I think this is fair. So I would like to walk towards him. All right. What if we just and walked out on this completely? Oh, that's not going to happen. You. Huh? That's you're not going to just walk out of here. Okay. So Be I'm reasonable, up. like your friend here. All right. So what are you doing? You walk. You walked over. Kira's on your shoulder, I assume, right? Uh-huh. All right. All right. So I'm walking up, and I, like, take my little coin bag out, and I'm acting like I'm going to hand it to them. Okay. I Wait. guess I just walk out. First All right. Thing. So you turn while she's doing this and start walking out. And so you see that two more uh, bodyguards have... Don't worry. Have... Well, it's you all are gonna figure out those were there at some point or another. Mm-hmm. You see, have two um, bouncers have blocked your egress. So, what do you do? Excuse me, can I go past? No, you don't be rude. You're in a meeting, and they advance a little bit and advance to that doorway. Uh, seven. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. you know, we're technically seven on six. Okay, can I finish what I'm doing? Yeah. All right. You always could. There's definitely not more people or anything. Well, you know, like over here. Yeah, that's true. You don't know what's in that room. <laughs> what are you about to do? Your hand, your, so mm-hmm. we're, we've pretty much paused where you're yeah. about to hand the coin purse. Okay. And I just, and this happens super fast, I look at Salazar and Meryl and just like nod and then I shoot a fire blast at all three of these dudes. I'm super close. I feel like okay. I'd be like... We'll, we'll see how the it hitting multiple people goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a d20. See how this goes. And then we'll roll initiative after her surprise round. This is my fire burst one. It's four. Okay. I'm just seeing how much... Roll what? A d20? Yep. It's a six. Alright, so I will say you will... But I'm super close to them. I'm yes, close. I... Of course. That's why I got that comfortable. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, so it's going to hit just this person. Your fire burst is what a D four damage. Yep. Roll a D four. Four. That just happened. Let's roll initiative to see the order. Initiative is just pretty much the order everybody goes in, everybody's reaction. Wait, 19? Eight. <laughs> Four. I was going to book it. <laughs> Taking these 300,000 and hitting the road. <laughs> yeah. How many? going to leave us. Salvazar, you're up next. What do you want to do? So You and Barnaby. Remember, you have Barnaby here. Mm-hmm. So you get to pretty much do two things. Barnaby does one thing, you do one thing. You so, can also move in your turn. You can move and attack or move and do something. So, what can I tell Barnaby this in his ear? Bite, I'm like, bite the other person's ankle when I tap this dude's shoulder. So, like, this is kind of getting out of control. I'm going to leave now. So, yeah. So, you advance on one of them in the doorway. And you want Barnaby to bite first? When I tap. Okay, this okay. so sword. kind of simultaneously. Uh-huh. So what do you want to do? Can I go past? This is kind of getting out of control. You Barnaby just want to walk past? Yeah. And leave us. Let's, let's These guys us. are blocking the door. Like, they are going to stop you and or, like, grapple you. Like... Be reasonable. These guys are just looking at you like... Because literally a fireball just exploded. She... This is happening right after. She just... She's trying to make a move instead of just trying to go... So so here's what just happened. It's it's hard sometimes to visualize. So this is like bullet time, like slow-mo. She just shot a fireball... At this dude, it hit him in the shoulder. It did a little bit of damage to him, which I forgot to mark. So, Mm -hmm. they just saw your friend attack their boss. They're not going to let you by. You're pretty much cornered. So, I'm like patting him on the shoulder. Okay. And you know how I have that little... Hidden blade? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I do that to his shoulder. And I'm going for like his jugular with my... Left hand. Alright, I will... Here's what I'll say. You can pat and do what you just said. Uh, if you roll at 18 or above, I will say you get him in the jugular. Because it is quick enough that it might... I'll play a lot. Um, eight. An eight. So, um, here's what happens. You whisper that to Barnaby. You tap the gun and hey, can't we just be reasonable? You... Get out, Blade. This dude is already like, what from the fire blast that just happened? And you like cut his shoulder uh, for, uh, we'll just say four damage. Yeah. And so this guy is on the defensive. Barnaby attacks the other one uh, and bites them on the leg. And so you've got these two guys like stepping back, like, oh gosh. So you all have got these guys. You're. On them already. Are we? Have we been asked to keep these people alive? No. So what? Um, what Shay told you was the 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 ringmaster and the other the lieutenants and stuff like that. If you can bring them in alive, bring them alive. You all will know that in battle, if you all 
knock somebody out. I do death saving throws. That's like them fighting to live or not. And you all could stabilize them and then they'll just be unconscious. Okay. If before they do three <laughs> death, death throws. A death throw, if you were to die, means you roll a d20. If you hit 10 or above, that's a positive. Mm-hmm. You gotta get three positives. If you hit below that, that's a negative. You get three negatives, you die. Three positives, you stabilize. You get a natural 20, you, you wake back up with one health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. So, next up are the henchmen. So, the henchmen are going to come forth and do some attacks here. This one's going to advance as How well. many of the henchmen get to go at once? Uh, I bundled them all together to make our lives go quicker. Okay. <laughs> I rolled double threes for two of them. Alright, so these two uh, that are on Salazar, uh, both are just kind of readying their, like getting their swords out and stuff, and they're so like, what's going on? These others that weren't up in the fray, uh, one of them swings their sword at Gamore, doing four damage, and the other one takes a, um, and throws a throwing knife at Meryl and does five damage to Meryl. So. Alright, next up is the lieutenant that's closest to Meryl. They're going to take a crossbow shot at you. And it zooms right by, kind of nicks one of your horns, and then keeps going. Uh, the boss, the boss is going to attack, and then so the the boss uh, takes out. They have just a dagger on them. They uppercut slash and do three damage to you. Gamore. Oh, really? And then they start backpedaling. Mm-hmm. And step into the, the uh, yeah, and then steps into the other room. Oh. And they're going to take a lair action and do something in the other room that y'all can't see. A lair action? It's their lair. L-A-I-R. Uh-huh. Okay. They're going to take a lair action and do something. Okay, cool. That may or may not have repercussions later. Or we can just explode the door. Meryl, you're up. So what do you want to do? Okay, I'm going to... And what do you want Mason to do? Okay, I'm going to do the sword slash on the two guys closest to me. Okay. Alright, so you take your cane. Mm -hmm. You give it a tap on the ground. (laughs) Not a a little... um, Dagger blade comes out the bottom and you... Just kind of like slash it, mm-hmm. not even close enough to hit them, and what comes out is just a a, a bit of energy that flies across the room, mm-hmm. and it does how much? D what is it? D four? Yes. Roll a D four for me. Three. All right, so it does three damage to both of them each. Not just like spread out. So they get some damage on them. What do you want to do with the uh, old Mason there? Okay. Now where Mason is right beside yeah, you. But I'm, so 
these guys have moved back in here. So this is no this one just more. this one's oh. moved back in the other oh, room. This okay. is the other lieutenant standing right here. This is um, one of their um, henchmen. Yeah. What, what, what <laughs> weapons are we talking about for the henchmen here? So this this lieutenant has a crossbow, mm-hmm. uh, dagger, sword, sword. Uh, these guys you can't really see really good, but they have daggers and swords and whatnot. Okay, so I'm going to send Mason after the guy with the crossbow. All right. Okay. Do you want to do a, ru- a running a attack? Run yeah. All right. So he's going to yeah. take off running. You tell Mason just go. How, how do you tell yeah. Mason to go? Go to Zerk. How do I tell him? Yeah. Uh, I say Mason crossbow. Oh, and so <laughs> the pig just goes and squints its eyes and just takes off. Darts. Yeah. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Alright, so um, I'll, since it's what, what, it was not that was a three. Um, Normally, that would be multiple D6s. Roll me 1D6, because this is a very concealed space. It's going to nick. Four. All right, so crossbow bolt guy is able to at least sidestep a little bit, but gets a little bit of that tusk on one of its legs and does, um, it does, what did you say? Four. Four damage to him. He goes, oh, God. Dang pig. All right, um. So, next up is the lieutenant, the big lieutenant that's near Gamora. He's going to come up, and he's just going to take it. He has a big broadsword. He's just going to attack you. Are you going to attack twice? Yeah. Because they have two dudes on you. Yeah. Dude. All right. Swing first. You went right at him. All right, so this dude is a big hulking human. Just takes this huge sword and swings down at you. But this dude is a, a big dude and he's a little slow, so you're able to sidestep. And the sword hits the ground beside you with a clang. Okay. Alright. Now we're to Gamora, finally. Y'all are in the thick of it now. Can I have been doing something to Kira while this happened? Like, like in five seconds, I can do this. Yes, that's what your turn is. But. What do you want him to do? Okay. I want to put poison on her claws and then attack someone myself. Can I do that? Alright, so to put, to apply the poison on... Can we say that earlier? No, no. <laughs> that's a, that would be an action. You would have to use your action okay, for okay, that turn. Okay, okay, fine. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Alright, so... Okay, so the two doors that lead to the dude's lair are both open. This technically whole place is his lair. Well, okay. The other room that we can't see that mm-hmm. he went into. Mm-hmm. Both of those doors are open. Yeah, it's just like walkways. Oh, there's I, no the, door. Yeah, it's just a door. Okay, question. Like you can history check me, inside check me, whatever. From my knowledge of bombs and poison gas bombs, like how far away do you have to be from them? You were underground <laughs> in a like closed area. You was going poison bomb. I just got. It. All right, you can bombs. certainly 
<laughs> attempt to do so. But we all gonna die. This is a... This is a... Like... Can I say something? Yes. To go in. We all's gonna die if you do that. <laughs> you don't know what I'm gonna do. But okay. So you... he, I guess he saw you like fumbling in your bag and you pick out... You grab a bomb... Like one of your poison bombs. Mm. He yells that at you at... I assume you just shove it back in there. I put it back. Very sadly. Alright, I have a question. Can I summon an animal in the other room? Can I make it appear over there? You can attempt to do so. That's my turn, right? Yep. Wait. Never mind. Can't you summon it? Wait, if you tried to do that, can't you summon it in dude's lair? This whole. Okay. This whole place. No, I'm talking about the pussies. You can, so let's say let's say this is the supply room. This is another room, but it's realistically this dude was going to get lair actions even if you were up in the ring. This is where this dude lives and works. He's going to have some kind of things to help give him a little backup. I'm gonna actually I'm gonna use my short bow. I just got that too. I want to use it. Okay. And I have a really good like I have yeah, you have two people right up in your biz, so you can go on Lord of the Rings like shoot them, both. shoot them real close. To and you. send Kira. Uh, can I see how it goes, and then send Kira after I do this? Yeah, you you, you can do this in whichever okay. order. Both of them. these entryways go into the same room. Yep. Okay. All right, I want to shoot both of them with my truck. Oh wait, no, they don't. You all wouldn't know though. He no. stepped back in this one. No. We don't know that. Yeah, my bad. Okay. Do I roll a d20? This is a d20. Yeah, you roll a d20 anytime you do an attack. 18. Alright. And then a d4 plus 2. 3 plus 2. Alright, so you. Real quickly, let off two shots to hit the two people that are in front of you. And it says plus three on a d20 roll. So I got a 21. Yes, you're going to hit them. What right. did you roll on your... I did roll an 18. It flipped. I rolled that one after that. And then what did you roll on your damage 18 roll? and then three plus two. Okay, it's a five. Okay, so you take your bow. You let off two shots. These are big dudes. They hit them. They're still, like, up and alive. They're not dead. Okay. You know, one one shot no scope kill them. I want to send Kira in the other room and tell her to go land on the boss's head and claw at his eyes. I mean, if you want to make Kira like probably commit suicide, but you know. You know what? It's my decision. Roll, roll d twenty. <laughs> See how this goes. Ten. All right, Kira takes off in the other room. And is like, come. And so, we're going to say they're just in here. You can't see them. And you hear from the other room, the, Get blasted, blue bird! Get! Ah! Okay. That's what you hear. Okay. All right, so next up, Salazar! Um. You got the two people in front of you. Can I, like, grab my giant shuriken? Mm-hmm. And, like, do... The shoulder thing again. To unfurl it or just put it into somebody's shoulder? Put it into somebody's shoulder. Oh, God. Yeah. 
And Barnaby is probably you throwing it or no? He's just like, boof. Okay. Like this is, you know what a shuriken is, right? Like, oh, like a throwing star. Sure. Mm-hmm. He has a giant one that he can like heft at somebody, or he also just like pretty much does that. It's like a blunt weapon. And it can also floor it up, like chant to like four yeah. pieces and. So yeah. Alright, so what's the what's the um damage die on that? D eight. Okay, so But I want I wanna see what Barnaby was doing. Okay, cool, cool. I just wanted Barnaby to jump on him and like the other person that he had bit already? Yep. Okay, alright. So roll two D twenties and then roll a D eight for me. So two D twenties, right? Yep. Fifteen and twenty. Mm. Which one's a twenty, the green one? Yep. Right, I had to set in my head the green one was going to be your attack. So, and then roll your d8. Actually, this since is... you, yeah, since you nat twenty, roll two d8s. Four and six. All right. So you take out your giant shuriken, and you just bring it down on this henchman's shoulder, and it deals a whopping what was it? Eight and a four. Uh, four and a six. Four and a six. It does 20 damage to this henchman. This henchman is looking like super messed up. The other henchman right beside you, you just see go, ah! As Barnaby jumps him and the dude falls flat on his back. And Barnaby just starts biting at him. And this dude looks a little disrupted. The henchmen are going to attack. One of them is trying to get Barnaby off. And, like, Chuck's Barnaby, not, like, to where it would hurt Barnaby, but Barnaby's off this henchman in this, mm-hmm. in this room now. They roll a 16. Mm. Oh, jeez, these are good rolls. All right, so, um, the henchmen are going to advance on each of you. Just roll with these two. Also. So that this person we know. I got him. I got him. I know, but, like, roll for... It would be faster. And I want to also do the lieutenant's move right now, too. So the henchmen are all going to take their sword and dagger attacks. Each of them are able to connect for uh, five damage. One's to you, one's to you, and one's to you. Because you each have one that's standing up on you. So each of you take five damage. Samazar, that's the first time you've taken damage. And the uh, lieutenant with the crossbow is going to take another shot at you and do six damage you, Meryl. So the boss, you hear the boss, dump bird in the other room, um, is still um, uh, fighting with uh, Kira. And what you see come out of that room is a, a barrel just rolling by on fire. Um, okay. That's that's all you know that's happening Wait, right I now. Hit this guy then? Uh, the guy just kind of goes, what? It wasn't rolling fast. It was rolling more like comically in a show by. Uh-huh. And it's heading towards what? It's just kind of rolls past everybody until just it's, it's just kind of like, it's not doing, 
Is this room made out of stone? So floor, walls, stone. There's various kegs, wood, and other random flammable stuff around. Yes. But there is a flaming barrel. Meryl! Okay. Okay, now when I use my disarm intuition... This is, How does that work? Is that can I just use it on one person at a time? Yeah. So it pretty much shows you their like weak spot and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, mm-hmm. You could use that in combination with your pick attacking. You could cast mm-hmm. that. You like go for this, mm-hmm. and you could pos- it'll up your chances of disarming like the crossbow or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm gonna do use my disarm intuition on the guy with the dagger standing close to me. Okay. And send Mason back at the guy with the crossbow again. All right. Um. So roll a d20 just to see how. Just roll two d20. Sorry, one for Mason, one for you. So. Okay. Ten and two. This will say the two was yours. You look at this guy. You could see, like, if you just, like, attacked him on the wrist or something like that or attacked his arm somewhere. This henchman is not one of the stronger ones, and so you could probably easily disarm them. Um, As for uh, Mason, he takes another pass. This guy's kind of got his beat on him. He's able to nick him again, though, so he's back over here now. He's run past him, and he's back over near you. So the guy with the crossbow is almost dead. No, oh. he's just been I've, nicked. I've, 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 got him, I've got him twice on the leg. Yeah, he's just been nicked by the tusk of Mason, not like full on. Wasn't if there he, one that was almost at There is a hench, the henchman that he critted on is almost. Oh, okay. okay. It is the big lieutenant's turn. He's going to go, well, barrel. And he's going to pick up the barrel. Mm-hmm. And throw it at Gamora. Oh, lovely. <laughs> he got I didn't think of that till just now. So he's going to pick it up. You see him pick it up. Wait, does this, he receive this, this damage one. from this? Yeah. Yeah, he's burning oh, his yeah. hands. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. He's yeah, he's idiot. burning his hands. But he's also slow, once again. Okay. So he picks it up and chucks at you. It hits near your feet because you're able to at least away. If it only does two damage to you, he did more damage to himself. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to run in the room with Kira. Alright. So you are going to take opportunity attacks as you run by these people. Cool, okay. Well, you're lucky you got the two big dudes because they they miss. They take swings at you and you get by I rolled an eight and a seven. Alright, so you're now in this room. I can uncover this room now. So, what you see in this room is Kira is just like scratching at this dude's face, and he's upset, obviously, and is trying mm-hmm. to just like keep it from hurting his face as best he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got scratches on his face and like around his collarbone and stuff and on his shoulders. Okay. Um, so, what do you want to do? What do you do want Kira to do? Yeah. You just ran in here, you just used your move. I want to ropey smoke him. Okay. I have a binding spell, and I call it Ropey Smoky. Is she lifts her wand, and ropes come out and wrap around somebody. Okay, roll the d20 and see how it goes. Kira can't continue doing what she's doing. Okay. 
16. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. So as you raise your wand and cast what you call Ropey Smopey, ropes extend from the end of your wand and magically appear and wrap around this dude's arms and legs and he falls to the ground and Kira just goes and you tell her just to keep, keep on attacking. going. No, she can go oh, there and help somebody else. He's bound and I'm in here with him and y'all are out there. Um, what, do you want? Um, what do you want Kira, Kira to do? I want her to go attack this one that's almost dead. Alright, she's Go help get, Salazar. She's gonna get attacks of opportunity from oh, these two help. people as she flies by them. Do you still want that to happen? What if Kira stays in there with him and, like, makes sure he doesn't get out? I'm gonna leave her. Alright, what are your exact words you say to Kira? Safeguard. Stay on him and don't let him free himself. God. Torture him at will. Alright, so. Kira walks over, <laughs> takes her beak and puts it right here. Yeah. And goes, Carl? Yes. She just... No! St- <laughs> she just sticks her beak into his jugular. I thought, no, 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 no. <laughs> And the dude starts going, oh, no. oh, oh. That's what I meant. I thought she meant like she was going to hold it there. Like she's threatening him that if he moves... She's gonna do it. It's also a bird, though. Rewind. No, she no, gets, no, no, she no, no, gets no. me, though. You don't understand. All right, so this she dude is on his turn. Gonna make death saving throws. <laughs> I was gonna kill him anyway. This is a boss dude, too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want him alive. I I did not think she was gonna. Did you think she was gonna say I yes? Want to, I want to heal him. Alright, you want to heal him enough to stabilize him or bring him to like, stabilize him, just just barely. Alright. You were using your lowest one. How I'm much, like, Kira, how... not that much. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, Kira was fine. I was gonna kill him anyways. No, yeah. I guess I take my trash talking sword and just Just alright. So you unsheath your trash talking so Ah Salvazar! We're gonna mess this guy up. Roll the d20. He has a sword that talks. Nine. Trash talks. Um, so this guy's already pretty hurt. So, and you're right up in his vis. So I was, I only set it pretty low. And this guy's not like armored or anything. So that hits. And I'm not even gonna make you roll damage. This cuts up this dude enough that he like falls down. And he's like, ah. And he's, he's like... Incapacitate. I want Barnaby to crawl on him and then like fire attack his face. Oh god! He's okay. already like done though. No, not him. This guy's still oh. alive. This was the one he tackled. Remember? Okay, all right. All right, roll a d twenty for that. This is also really low. Seven. All right. So this is so Barnaby's like, and so. Shoots the fire. The guy's like, oh gosh, ducks his head out. He still gets singed a little, but it doesn't like full on attack this guy. So, alright. You got one henchman down. He's going to attempt to get Barnaby off of him. He does not. He rolled a two. Uh, The big henchman is going to advance on Mason and attack Mason and does six damage to Mason. 
Uh, and then we got this guy's gonna try to dagger Meryl and just like stab you in the side for six damage. Not that much, but still annoying. Look, I mean, look, he's right. You're also a big dude. You're seven foot tall. Yeah. And he's like, like he was the weakest henchman. And he's up against you. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, oh. Well, alright, that's it. Because we got one down. So, henchman, the boss uh, is, he's stabilized. So, he's out of the biz. And then, Meryl, it's up to you. It's Okay, I'm going to take my sword dagger and I'm going to go for that guy that's closest to me Okay. to finish him. It's 15? He made it look like it was bad. Like, yeah. Okay. Alright, so what a... Um, okay, so I, I did that to... So is Mason doing off the same roll? So you, on this guy right here, you... Take your the dagger at the end of your cane. Mm-hmm. You just shove it into his shoulder, yeah. and this guy goes, ah, and he just like falls down and he's like bleeding now, mm-hmm. and he's pretty much incapacitated. Okay, so Mason turns aside. Yep, Mason. Okay, Mason does the Razorback. All right, just at this grouping. At this oh my God, right I grouped them together. Yeah, yes. I suckered them right in. <laughs> All right. Um, it's been your plan this, all along. Yeah. So, um, roll me a d20 to see how this goes. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so you're going to end up getting two of them and not the crossbow guy. You're, so, Mason, um, like, looks at him. You, what do you say, Tim, to do the... Raise your back. All right, so he's... It goes... And it, like, bends down and then like turns its back like kind of like whips its back towards him and what you see is just metal shrapnel just fly out of this pig's back kind of like porcupine quills almost Mm -hmm. and it impales these guys and it takes out one of the henchmen and hurts uh, the bigger of the lieutenants so you all are down to the two lieutenants and one of the henchmen uh, it's the two lieutenants, and I forgot to do the lieutenant with the crossbow earlier, so he's just going to go now. All right, let's see how this goes. Mm-hmm. So the big one is, like, he's subs that he's, just, he's trying to pick out these metal quills out of him. Um, he, he, like, he's distracted. He does not attack. He rolled really bad, so that's how I'm going to flavor it. The crossbow guy comes up. He raises a crossbow, and you... A crossbow bolt sinks into your shoulder and does six damage. Mm-hmm. It does six damage to Meryl. So you're at 18, 23, 28 damage. Mm-hmm. Just by the way. Alright, so you're looking a little like beat up, but not. Mm-hmm. Like you're bleeding out your side. You're bleeding out this crossbow. Bolt. Got a couple slashes on you. Alright, uh, Gamori, it's your turn. Yeah, it is. Okay. The, the boss is stabilized. All right, I'm going to still in there with Kira, and I look at her this time, and I'm like, don't kill, but stay. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Stay. Uh-huh. Make sure he doesn't 
get loose. Don't kill. Make sure. (laughs) Does it anyway. Okay, so I leave the room. Can I rubby smoky everyone that's down on one move since they're down already and they're like. I. So, to help, I would say. I would wait to do that until you've been completely. I don't need to do that. Okay, I wasn't sure if anybody could probably just do it. How many people are left? You've got. The two lieutenants that are closest to you and Salazar and Barnaby got this dude on the ground. Okay, I'm coming up from behind them. Can I? This is what's called them? a sneak attack, and you get to roll with advantage. advantage. Okay, I would like to. You can roll with advantage on this shoot dude. Both of them with my short bow. Well, this guy's on the other side of some wood over here, so you can attack this one with two bows. Fine. Two arrows, I mean. Okay. okay, roll with advantage and take the higher of the two. Well. Alright, uh, this is a big dude. He doesn't have armor on, so you are able to sink two arrows. With, roll, how much, what's your damage dice for your arrows? With the short one? D4 plus two. Right. I get plus three on a D20 roll, so I actually just rolled a 15 and okay. 11. So we'll take the 15. Right, so and roll that, what did, you, what did you say, a d4? D4 plus 2. Alright, so roll that twice. Two. So 4 and 4. Alright, so you let go two arrows, and it hits this guy in both of his shoulder blades on his back, dealing 8 damage total. This is the big one. Now he is looking pretty messed up. Is that the technical definition? I mean, you've just hit him with some crazy no. stuff. Alright. I mean, but he's not bleeding out from a bird attacking his jugular. Mm-hmm. I'd like to also yell that as I'm going out, let's finish this! Okay. But. Don't but I still was So you did that after you. Let's finish this. She sinks her beak into the guy's neck. She sinks the two arrows. Then you yelled. Okay, sure. All right, Salazar, you're up. Uh, I guess you know that um bag of like, like come back again rocks or whatever. Yep. I throw that at the crossbow guy. You throw a rock at him. I throw multiple rocks. Can I? Yes, you could throw a couple of rocks at him. Yeah. Roll a d20. Ten. Alright, so a couple of them hit him and he goes, What? And so he's looking this way now. At you. Alright. So, what does Barnaby do? I guess he's going for the jugular. Okay, roll a d20. Eleven. Alright, he's got this guy. Well, roll with advantage. I forgot he has a grapple. So roll a second one. See if you can do better. Nine. Alright, so Barnaby dispatches this guy. This guy is now bleeding out on the ground, and Barnaby returns over here to you. That guy's bleeding out. Okay. So. You just see Barnaby enter the room, you just, and Barnaby just has blood dripping. Mm-hmm. So you now have these two lieutenants left. Um, the crossbow one is going to take a shot at Salazar now because she threw rocks at him. Oh god! 
You roll a natural one. So he takes it, and he's aiming, and he just goes, and he gets distracted by, like, Mason, because he gets scared of Mason there, because Mason's like, and so he just, like, whips around to look at Mason, and he shoots it just off into the air, and he misses. You were hoping he'd hurt himself, I know. Justify it. Probably choose seven to Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't justify falls it. Falls on Mason. What? Falls on Mason. <laughs> yeah, falls on his toes. All right, so Meryl, you're up. Oh, um, you. So if you attack the hint, the guy that was the, with the crossbow. Yeah. You would get advantage right. because he's. Right. Right. So, he Salazar did help you out with the rocks. Ram him. With his horns? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- okay, so just to think through this, you know how much it hurts to headbutt somebody? That's what it would feel like. I'm not saying don't do it. If you're down to, like, pretty much headbutt somebody. Would it damage him, too? Yeah, but he's using depends his horns, well. It depends on how you roll. You're just horn. like... With your head butting, if you do it just right, it hurts not so much to hurt. Okay. I'm just, that's the way I'm flavoring Okay, so we, we're really down to two people. Yeah, and you no. all have them pretty much cornered. Yeah, okay. So so I'm going to, I've been wanting to do this the whole time anyway. So the guy with the crossbow, I'm going to take my whip mm-hmm. and I'm going to take it and I'm going to wrap it around his neck. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. And while he's dealing with that, I'm going to send Mason back after. Okay. Okay. So he's he's stuck oh. there. He can't move. All right. Okay. So roll a d20 to see how if that works out. Twenty. Yes. All right. So so you you take out your whip and you whip it at the guy. It wraps around his neck. He just falls to the ground and goes, Meryl, Meryl. Wait a second. Wait a second. Um, so it does do damage to him. Uh, but he's also like strangling. Yeah, yeah he's like, wait, wait, wait. All right, so um, you still going to have him attack him? Uh, he's on the ground. He's got a crossbow. Yeah, he's holding okay, it so, off to his side. Yeah, yeah, but, but he's on his knees. Possibly shoot with it. So, yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Um, so roll yeah. with advantage for so your roll to his. <laughs> Wait, if he's on his knees, can he be like this? Or so if if he's prone, that's what would be fully on the ground. Then it would make Mason roll with disadvantage because he'd be a smaller target. Yep. He's on his knees, yeah. not moving. And so and, it's advantage. And, and if can he, he if jump he while gets running? Him now it's yeah. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be nineteen. Oh God. This is going to be bad. All right, so you need four D6. Five, three, Five, three. Seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, 14. All right, so, oh, God. So this guy is on his knees, has a whip wrapped around his neck, and this pig just runs straight into him. Tusk, grab his uh, right hooks him right on the side where his stomach is and it just tears through him and this guy just 
guts going guts. Uh, this pretty much this pig just gutted this dude. This is a latoon. Can I say it? something? Or, yeah. Don't bleed over the money. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Mason's over here. Going guts and veins between his teeth. And so Mason's mm-hmm. like sniffing around. Maybe takes a couple yeah, bites. Yeah, maybe. Of the stuff. No taste. Alright. This is a lieutenant? Yep. Okay. Alright, so that, he lo- dead, right? that lieutenant's gone. Mm-hmm. He's like dead, dead. Oh, he's been out for me with that crossbow the whole time. Can I pickpocket right. these guys? <laughs> you still have one up. You all still have one up right here. Yeah. And he's gonna go. Alright. What are we gonna do? He, this guy has a huge, like, two handed sword. He's like, what What do y'all want to do? Or, okay. He's just looking back and forth to all of you. Uh, can I... Can I set down my sword and y'all not murder me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's, then it's my turn, right? Wait, hold on. He believes y'all. Oh. This dude is surrendering. Oh. We're the good guys. Yeah, you gotta remember you're the good guy. I know you were trained to be a bad assassin, but you've been trying to be good. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. He's Mm -hmm. surrendering. We've been told to try to bring them alive. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Okay, so now what do you want to do? So it's Gamori's turn, but you all are effectively out of combat. Mm -hmm. So the people, there's still people bleeding out and stuff. No, it's your turn first, then Salazar's. So... If y'all want to do one last turn in order to see what y'all do to, like, subdue this guy, then yes. Okay. I mean, I... I ropey smoky him first. Okay. And then the rest that are down that are still like, alive. Oh, okay, this is how we're doing. All right. And he just falls down. <laughs> and is tied up on the yeah. ground. All right, so this guy is tied up. That guy is being munched on by Mason. <laughs> Um, He's the only one that's dead, dead, right? Yeah, the, currently the other ones are bleeding out. You could try to save that uh, that dude, but it might be hard going. That guy, yeah, that guy's. You all could stabilize the rest of them with some medicine got, checks and I've stuff. Got something called repair objects, but I don't think it works on intestines. <laughs> nope. I guess I just pickpocket them all. All right, you can check out them all. this room. Alright, so which one do you want to do though first? Do y'all want to stabilize the, the other ones? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so y'all work to do that. Salazar's gonna walk I off to this other room right here. I want to check out those rooms too, but. That, I'm just, that's what he said he wanted to do first. So this room, you go in here, it has random supplies in here as well, and the stairs leading upwards. Can I check what's going on there? Um. You gonna head up the stairs? Yeah. Alright, so y'all just see Salazar disappear in this other room. Okay. And you all are stabilizing. So you open the door at the top of the short, very short stairs, and it just looks like it's a one per a one person like one bunk. Like one not bunk, one bed. Like a twin size bed. Very rough looking room. Does Nothing. not look like the the ringmaster's room. It just looks like a room that somebody stayed in. Is there nothing in it? You do a perception check. Or an investigation check. Nine. Alright. What you see is this is probably where 
somebody that worked here lived. Plus three, so. Yeah. So you just see, like, there's a candle on the little side table. It's very shoddy-looking bed. There seems to be nothing of value here. There is one book with, like, a quill next to it. But that's it. Mm. I guess I'll check that out. The book? You're going to pocket it? Yeah. All right. You pocket the book into your bag. In the quill? No. He's good on quills. Okay. All right. You're going to come back down? Mm-hmm. All right. About the time he comes back into the room, everyone is stabilized except for Mason. That's the one Mason's over and is munching on. Okay. I... Oh. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll just so you get all of these people all tied up as well with various ropes you find around and everything like that. Uh, the ringmaster is unconscious, but has um, like you all have him and you can carry him out. Mm-hmm. How would you all like to proceed out of here? I is, just want to look. Pickpocket. Oh, you want to check their pockets? Mm-hmm. Uh, do a perception. Uh, no, a perception. Investigation. What did you say you were going to do? 17. All right. You find a couple of silver between all these guys. Like, they're not. Like, oh, so I made them go broke. Yeah. This guy doesn't keep his cash on him very much. All right, so we've got to get back outside. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get Mason with me. All right, and and start going back out the way we came. Okay, looking for more trouble. Okay, see if there's any other guards, henchmen. Okay, you go back up to the top area. Yeah, there's. This is, like, insulated enough that mm-hmm. nobody's been really aware of what's going on. So there's still fights going on up here. Mm-hmm. There's still not all the bodyguards that you had saw earlier. There's, like, two bodyguards around mm-hmm. the fighting pit and one over in the bar area. Mm-hmm. That's the main, like, muscle you see mm-hmm. in this upstairs area. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come back down and report that to the everybody? Yeah. I would like to look in the other room. Uh-huh. Okay. And the one with the stairwell? No, or not the, the one. It's always the one in the other one. So what you all... what I, I'll, I'll stop making you a roll because you all have plenty of time right now. Mm-hmm. Currently. What you all find in here is what appears to be the storehouse for some smuggling going on. Mm-hmm. You all are well-versed enough in what you do. This is some goods, uh, some illegal goods, some goods that weren't brought in on the up and up, so they weren't taxed properly. And then, but also some goods just to be used upstairs as well. Can we check these goods? Yeah, all of these are mainly like raw goods, like spices and stuff like that. Alcohols. But you can tell from their shipping, they're not like the normal shipping things where they have the markings where they got taxed properly. Not been through customs. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I'm talking to Meryl. Did she, she tell you what to do with them when we were finished? 
Well, we're supposed to bring him back to headquarters for we, questioning. Yeah, so what she said... If this any higher. Yeah, so what she'll do, she said, bring him to a specific law enforcement person in this town that she trusts. Okay. And then they'll be held there securely. She okay. organized to have extra security for them. Okay, so here's what I think. I'm talking to them. Yeah. We, you know, we're just hanging yeah. out. Um, I mean, what, I assume one of you is watching the door for upstairs, and one of you is just you know, like y'all are just paying attention, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You're heightened. You're on a heightened sense. You only saw two bodyguards upstairs. Three. Three. Okay. Two around the pit. One. one back here Why the can't we just say it's closing time? That's what I was gonna say. Meryl's like trusted. Like people know you. Mm-hmm. What if you just, just gotta get you cleaned up a little? And I say, go up and tell the guys it's time to shut down. The yeah. big boss, the ringmaster, sent me up to tell you y'all, y'all need to just, yeah, we need to close down. He told me to tell y'all to get you uh, 10 silver apiece and going on. You can certainly try that. Um, I would listen to what Salazar just said, though, first. Mm-hmm. What did you say? It's closing time. No, what did you say after that? I don't know. You said Get you cleaned up first. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, you're gonna get him cleaned up first. Don't you have a cleaning spell? I do. Look at that. It's gonna come in handy. External bodily cleansing. It's gonna clean I up real nice. Heal all of us. How many MP do I have left? He is negative twenty eight on health. Oh. Salazar is only negative five. Because he was trying to get away. But I'm saying, that. okay, I want to clean. Everyone, okay. Okay. And you want to use your repair objects to mend everybody's clothes? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all have a plenty enough MP that we clean sh- we won't need to be MP. Do you have a water spell now? Yes. When you do? Oh. Why don't you uh, clean our familiars? Oh. <laughs> so I don't have to That's use all idea. of my bodily cleansing on six yeah. people. Yeah. Is that uh, what y'all want to do? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Quick, everybody has a bath. Quick montage of... Oh, my God. You do that uh, body cleaning. You do a while. You give all of them a quick spray and bath. I know I'm going to update your money, you ridiculous person. Uh, you do repair objects on people's clothes and whatnot. So y'all look all spick and span like nothing happened. Okay. Are you just sending you him up first? Yep. Meryl, uh, is Mason going to stay down? Uh, no, he's with me. All right. He's with me. We yeah. don't go anywhere with us. Yeah. I'm going to go up to with Kira. All right, so Salazar's guarding the people. Yep. All right, so y'all head upstairs. There's still fights going on. Uh, you want to motion over one of the bouncers or both of the bouncers that are closest to y'all near the ring? Sure. All right, so both of them come over. Hey, Meryl, what's, what's going on? I said, I was just down... I'm talking to the to the big boss, the ringmaster, and he said it was uh, time to shut down and and head on home. He wanted me to tell you you guys to make sure everybody gets out and things get put away, and for all of you to take ten silver apiece as you go out the door. Well, boss, have a, have a good night. Boss, being really generous. Roll a deception check. Now you get. Since you're a seasoned agent, you get plus three on top of your plus six. So you get plus nine. 
Matt 20 plus yeah. 9. Good gosh. Yeah, you just pretty much roll a 29. You told yeah. the truth, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You like real good. <laughs> so you hand them, what did you say, 10 silver apiece? Yeah. So you hand them 30 silver. Mm-hmm. Um, they go, well, okay, well. I mean, I guess the boss must have had a real good night gambling. Uh, they let that fight finish. And they close mm-hmm. down, usher everybody out, um, bartender, everything out, like everything gets shut down and cleaned out. Everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, Do we have our cart outside? Uh, yeah. Can we uh, well, y'all didn't bring there? the cart here. Y'all just walked across town, but you oh. all could get that. But with that 20, like that 29, I'm going to say like, you all could obviously use a cart that's just here. You've okay. shut this place down. All right. We put them in a cart. We take them over to the other Put place. a tarp over them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You all are able to deliver them to the law enforcement person that you're supposed to. They get them in jail, the extra uh, security and everything's around them. You're going to go. Any goodbyes and stuff you all want to say to each other before you all? Mason wants to talk to Kira. All right. Right, so let me role play this. Yay! All right, so Mason approaches the bird that is on uh, on Gamori's shoulders, like. I let and Kira get down. Kira goes, "Gah!" And the pig goes. But he just said, "Good job." And then the Kira kind of like. Bows and then jumps back up on your shoulder. Uh-huh. That's higher respect from Kira. She's I mean, she yeah. saw this pig just Not like murk somebody. So. Yeah, and then eat. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else y'all want to say on the people side? <laughs> well, just real nice working with you, Meryl. Yeah. Let us know if you yeah. need anything else anytime. And sure will. Sure we'll be in touch. I'm sure Shay will be in touch to. Let you know what your next move is. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's going to be weird after being in this place for, what it was? It? Two years? Two years. Two years, yeah. Yeah. A long time to Something work my way in. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, with are we, that, Are we y'all, going home or are we going to stay in the end? Y'all split your separate ways and just okay. go about your business. All right. Okay. Y'all Please. shake hands and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Aird Tales. Now let's take care of some housekeeping. Our adventurers encounter magical items, and I want to thank everyone that has uh, contributed to them, but I'd like to also invite people to visit patreon.com slash Studios. Um, the link is in the description and on the front page there's a link to a google form where anyone can submit a magical item anyone can do this you don't have to be a patron you can do it anonymously or you can put your name or username with it to receive credit if we use it Uh, please add to the list this is one of our favorite in-game activities is getting those magical items uh, and while you're there, you can also check out Looney Studios Patreon. If you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among some other perks. And speaking of Patreon, I want to thank our patrons. Uh, you help us to cover some of the costs here at Looney Studios, the subscriptions and, and such. 
If you watched this episode on YouTube, you may have seen some maps, etc. And here is how they are made or where they came from. The overworld map was made using the software Wonderdraft. And maps and tokens were either directly from or adapted from assets from 2-Minute Tabletop and Dynamic Dungeons. 2-Minute Tabletop can be found at 2MinuteTabletop.com or Patreon.com slash 2MinuteTabletop. And Dynamic Dungeons can be found at Patreon.com slash Dynamic Dungeons. The links are in the description. Visit them and check out their amazing work. Looney Studios can be found at LooneyStudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day. That was a Winnie Studios podcast.